Welcome to Inside Outside Innovation, episode 94. Andy Kars is the founder of Lean Ventures based in Stockholm, Sweden. Brian and Andy talked about what is most important for a corporation to decide before they begin innovation in a meaningful manner. New technologies, markets, and methodologies are changing the way people create value. Inside Outside Innovation is the podcast that brings together the best and brightest in the world of innovation, tackling these challenging problems. For more information on our team, visit next.co. That's nxxt.co. And for information on the upcoming IO Innovation Summit, May 29th through the 31st here in Lincoln, Nebraska, visit theiosummit.com. To hear Brian talk a little bit more about the summit and who's going to be there, go back to episodes 91 and 92 with Paul Singh and Doug Durham. Why don't you tell our audience a little bit about Lean Ventures and how you got actually into uh, innovation consulting? Well, I'm, I'm really an entrepreneur myself. So, so I, I started a few companies, sold a few, and, and I ended up after... Uh, having spent 16 years abroad, I came back to Stockholm helping other entrepreneurs take their ideas to market. And, and I spent about eight years doing that and about 200 teams, uh, give or take. And then I decided to um, change target group from, from startups to large corporations and try and help them um, start thinking and, and working more like startups themselves, be, becoming better at innovation, really. So that's how Lean Ventures was founded. Yeah, it's very similar to my background with starting for, first with startups and trying to understand how these, how do you actually get something off the ground? And then eventually a lot of corporations kept coming to us and saying, hey, how are you doing this? How are you, you know, taking early stage companies and, and moving them faster? So, mm-hmm. so to that front, obviously Stockholm's a, a interesting space. If you don't know about what's going on, there's a, a pretty big and vibrant uh, startup scene there. So I mean, you've got companies like Spotify and, and King that all came from there. So talk a little bit about, uh, you know, five, six years ago when you're kind of in the startup space, what that was like and what you kind of learned. And, and from there, then how did it kind of morph into the corporate space? Mm, okay. Uh, well, I, actually, I'm, I'm, I'm an old geezer. I'm 47. So uh, <laughs> when, when I started out, uh, we were working according to uh, more uh, the classical way. You know, you do a proper business plan and you do a... Uh, an excel projection five years into the future down to the third decimal point that kind of thing right and then we try and execute on that but then you know guys like steve blank and eric reese uh, came on the stage and and said like this is not the way to do it Uh, you know we we have to iterate fast we have to fail fast we have to adopt a lean startup mindset and so I, i became interested in that myself now of course this is not entirely new stuff i mean you've you've had tom peters and others speak about this already back in the 80s but but really it started taking off with these two people right and and we started applying that on on the teams that we were working with and we saw a marked difference in uh, how we could actually start collecting uh, data the way we couldn't do when when i started out in the 90s right we didn't have that kind of tools right. available now you have SaaS solutions for everything so i think it really really came into its own thanks to the availability and, and ability of measuring everything um so it, it changed the way we work entirely so tell so, me a little bit about uh what corporations are kind of raising their hands and saying hey this is important to us because we talk to a lot of companies out there and some of them kind of get it and some of them understand that uh, you know, startups and disruption are out there, and they need to be a little bit more adaptive to that. Um, what what makes a, a company kind of uh, a good 
target or a good uh, opportunity to say, yes, this is the methodology we should take a look at and, and try to deploy? Mm. Well, I think that those companies that are in industries that are changing very, very quickly are, of course, more vulnerable to becoming disruptive by fast-moving startups. Uh, the the areas where startups are working, um, for example, fintech is a, is a very hot area here in, in Sweden, uh, and there are many other areas as well. Those are the ones that are most vulnerable to change, uh, and that's probably where they're most interested in looking at these ways of working. But having said that, it's it's not really that simple. I mean, innovation is, is very messy in big companies because you have a lot of politics, a lot of culture, a lot of processes and, and ways of doing things. And they've done it for many, many years. And and we can't just come in with new methods and tools and hope that it's going to, to change the way they are working. So this is kind of, a, I guess, a basic lesson that I've, I've learned over the years now working with Lean Ventures. I mean, it's, in half of it is, is really about change management. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the other half is 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 about the the methods, the tools, the mindsets, and so on. Right. So we we try and look at it from the perspective of: Do you even have an innovation strategy? How do you measure innovation? Um, how do you um, distribute the resources that you have across different areas that you're interested in exploring and learning more about? So really, we need to start that conversation before we even move on to let's do lean startup. Right, I, I totally agree, and I think that's one of those pieces that's oftentimes missing. You you see a lot of corporations jumping into this innovation space, and they're saying, you know, they see one company doing an accelerator, they see another one, you know, investing in startups, and and they start uh, kind of this innovation theater, where they where they try a lot of different things without a uh, comprehensive strategy or or an idea of what they actually want to accomplish around it. So I know that you guys offer a lot of different programs for corporations, you know, everything from creating startup accelerators, innovation accounting, entrepreneurship programs and that. What are some of the easy or, or easier ways that a corporation can kind of start on this particular path? I don't know if there's an easy way, but... <laughs> good, good point. <laughs> this, is, this, is the, this is the thing. Often it seems like um, people in, 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 in big companies use one innovation to kind of happen by itself. It's something for creative people and they just go on and do it, you know. Uh, but, but we need to start looking at innovation uh, from the same perspective that we, we built and learned about quality management and we learned about project management in the old days. It, it first, it was something that we didn't quite understand and we, we started working to develop processes and methods of measuring and, and so on. And we're at that stage now with innovation. Innovation management is becoming uh, something that is that is should be equally important and equally invested into as as business as usual processes. And we need to develop processes for for innovation as well. So it's it's uh, if if we say how can we do this easy? How can we get started easily? Um, I think really what we need to start with is 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 an innovation strategy. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's the starting point and understanding why are we doing what we're doing. Uh, we need to look at some, some of the the trends developing and, and saying th- these are areas that are important to us and we want to be leaders in these areas. How are we going to do that? How are we going to, to build the capacity? Also, it, it's really a systemic picture. I mean, if you're looking at HR, HR is, is, is normally not something that is considered as important um, to uh, the innovation strategy, but but it is a key to the innovation strategy, and we need to move from just mapping out what we're doing to to how we're doing. But but unfortunately, people sometimes put the how do you say cart before the horse, and they want to mm-hmm. map out 
the how before we have decided the why and the what. So we need to start with the purpose and the strategy, and then we look at how do we actually achieve that. And that's when methods and tools and processes and so on come into the picture. That's when we we do lean startup design thinking, outcome driven innovation, etc. Yeah, it seems the tactics that themselves fall out from the strategy. So yeah. whether it's inside um, types of tactics such as you know internal training, startup weekends, things along those lines that kind of help your internal people uh, understand and move and think in, uh, fast and innovatively, mm-hmm. or outside types of techniques which are more uh, you know maybe tied to partnering with startups or or venture capital outside of uh, your organization, things like that. So. Uh, are there any kind of examples of, of companies that you've seen that are, are doing it well and kind of have made that transition from kind of old style thinking to some of the new ways? Well, I see a, a lot of companies trying. I don't know how well they're doing. Uh, I only see um, when I'm involved myself to what extent is happening. And even there, I don't necessarily get the, the full picture either because you're brought in to do certain thing. It might be a workshop or it might be an entrepreneurship program running over a certain number of weeks. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes you're you're cut out of the loop, and they, and then they, they the companies want to continue on their own, or or they hire other companies to work with. It's it's very fluid. It's not like as a consultant when you're working. It's, it's seldom, at least in my case, that you are involved over many many years, and you get to see the whole picture of what's going on in terms of innovation in the company because the companies are so huge, and there are so right. many different countries regions departments and then people come and go and it's an ebb and flow um but but what i what i keep stressing and what i keep keep trying to move towards is is a holistic uh viewpoint where we look at uh, the innovation strategy we we look at how do we measure innovation innovation accounting uh, we look at the the training coaching uh of cross-functional diverse full-time teams hopefully not just that there's someone doing this on, uh, part-time um, we define what we mean by innovation the difference between incremental transformational potentially disruptive innovation how much we want to put in each bucket etc so it's messy it's complex um, if they call us and they say like oh you want to come and do a workshop on lean startup i, I need to ask like what, what is the purpose how does that fit into the whole to the bigger picture and the person hiring me to do the workshop doesn't no, normally know the answer to that or want to want to dig into actually finding out the answer they're stressed and they just want to have this workshop right so it's it's when you ask how are companies doing i would know if they would show me <laughs> or or include me more in that and i don't I, quite honestly i don't think they know themselves are there other kind of um things that you've seen that are, are have been more effective for a company trying to implement some of these methodologies well i think a lot goes back to basic principles and mindsets uh, and the willingness to, to think long term and be persistent but then still have the flexibility of changing in terms of how you get to where you want to go um, so sometimes they might try something and then they decide it doesn't work and then they kind of say oh we try that doesn't work we don't want to do it again then then they weren't right. flexible enough or persistent enough in trying different ways and continuing towards where they want to be ultimately a more innovative company uh, so i think um, that that balance between persistence and flexibility is, is sometimes lacking and that's because business as usual is always knocking on the door it's like this big sucking black hole that just takes all the energy and all the attention 
and it really needs true leadership to be able to understand that we need a balance between both the business that we do today and the business that we're supposed to invent for the future. What, what are they going to look? What, what's that going to look like? And who is doing that? Right. So uh, I, I think that's a, that's the thing. Also, it's not just about the resources and about saying we want this. This is the vision. We need to really have a, a very uh, good conversation about who is the person or the people right for that kind of work. Right, because there's a difference between a manager and an entrepreneur. They're not the same type of people or mindsets, and 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 we need to be very wary about who do we actually set in charge of running the innovation initiatives in a company. Yeah, I think that's a key point. I mean, if you think about you know larger organizations, they've gotten there because they have a business model that they're they've optimized and they're very good at optimizing it, and they've hired to optimize that model and that. But yet, when you talk about innovation and and the next phase of how that company may have to evolve or change or, or t- to be disrupted or disrupt mm. themselves. Typically you don't necessarily always have those types of people into your, inside your own boundaries. So how, how important are startups to this whole inside innovation uh, or, or internal innovation? How important do startups play? What kind of roles do they play? Yeah. I mean, I, I think uh, startups are, are great for, for, you know, bringing up what's happening. They're, they're the trend creators, right? Uh, and they're driven by passion and often by by some kind of idea of, of wanting to uh, overthrow what is there, the the paradigm that is there, and creating something entirely new. And and that's difficult sometimes for for mature companies because that means that they're going to have to uh, tear down what they've already built up over many years, and that that's a hurtful, painful process. So, um, but but that interplay between big companies and startups is is extremely important, and it should definitely form a component in the innovation strategy. Someone should be looking at what our startups doing, how can we cooperate with them? That's one component of an innovation strategy. That's the end of another episode of Inside Outside Innovation. Thanks for listening. Reach out to Andy on LinkedIn and to us on Twitter at the IO Podcast. Until next time, go out and innovate. <laughs>